Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Good morning, Lee. Good morning, Tara. Oh, my gosh. This was hilarious. I'm ready for some humor. Yeah. Okay. Now, on paper, and South Carolina will fool a lot of people. Yeah, I know. On paper, this is a red state. In reality, it is actually a blue state. Mm. I mean, if you look at the voting, we've gone through the rankings before. This is the single most liberal legislature in the country that is controlled by Republicans. So when they rank them by the way that they vote, the next legislature after us is blue. We're dead last, okay? We, we are a, a, a state run by Democrats who just run as Republicans. And part of the reason for that, and, and this I think may begin to change because of this station. Because as you know before, you know we, we were a 25,000 watt station, right? So we were in about a county and a half. Um, now we cover half the states of North and South Carolina and I welcome our new listeners, all 50,000 plus of you on a daily basis, uh, which is really cool. So we cover half the state now, but South Carolina has been a talk radio desert. Um, I did talk radio out on the coast and when, once I left, uh, there was no talk radio. I mean, it's just feel, feel good, blah, blah, blah. Um, there's, there's no real news content. And so a lot of South Carolinians see, commercials in the primary think they're electing like a conservative or even a Republican and they're not. And then those legislators, they go up there and they vote absolutely the way you would find legislators voting in Vermont, voting in California. In fact, when you, when we did remember our, our gas tax hike, right? Oh, yeah. They used the exact same language California did in their, in their legislation for the gas tax hike. I mean, that is how liberal we are. That is where we're coming from. Okay, so we know this on this show and working to change that. Uh, Riley Gaines, gender activist Riley Gaines, was, you know, she's an outsider. So she thought South Carolina was a red state. So she was con- very confused and damn near lost her mind with this vote the other day. Simple question. It's an amendment. Can, should we criminalize doctors who chemically and or surgically castrate minors? So you go chop the breasts off a young girl who's 12. You go remove the penis from a boy who's 13. Should that be a felony? Should that be a felony? 63 Republicans, not Democrat, Republicans said nah let him off the hook now nah, that we love that so if i chemically castrate a child who will then not be able to have children will be sterile for life that's okay with you uh-huh 63 63 said no we don't want to protect kids so what these 63 wanted to do was pass this bill 
that says, oh, no, we're not doing gender reassignment surgery. We're not doing, uh, you know, any kind of chemical castration. We're not doing cross-sex hormones in South Carolina, but include no criminal penalties, which would mean it's just window dressing, right? Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just pretend, pretend, pretend. And then they can go back to you in the primaries, pretend to be a Republican, pretend to be taking care of kids. Oh, yes, we stopped that. No, you didn't. Not if you don't pr- include a criminal pr- penalty because the doctor will just go, okay, cool, yeah, let's chop, let's, let's chop the penis off. There's no criminal penalty, right? 63. Because they thought no one would notice. Riley Gaines has a massive national following. And she noticed. And she did the one thing they hate in this state. She ran a picture of that that digital video screen Mm -hmm. of how they all voted. And lost her damn near mind. Just damn near lost her mind. Let me read what she wrote. 63 Republicans in the South Carolina House just voted to kill an amendment that would criminalize doctors who chemically and or surgically castrate minors. 63, she writes in all caps. No, this isn't California. It's in South Carolina, which has a Republican supermajority primary them all, she said. Well, libs of TikTok picked this up. That's a mass, another massive account. And South Carolina starts trending on Twitter. And it doesn't stop trending on Twitter. It goes on and on and on. She's telling everyone, call your legislators. Here are their names. Go get them. All 63, Lee, having been cold busted, flipped their votes. Flipped their votes. And thanks to Riley Gaines exposing these posers for what they actually are, we were actually able to get criminal penalties in the bill. So this is a story with a happy end, but it shows you how bad this legislature is. How bad this legislature. So I sat there last night and I went through every damn last one of them. And every hour today, we're going to honor them. We're going to honor them, Lee. Because, you know, when you look at the towns they're from, people in those towns ain't going to put up with this. Not if they know about it. These aren't uh, people from the cushy houses on Augusta Road, okay? These are people whose voters would be pissed. So let's honor them now. I'm going to read all of the names from the upstate. And guess what? We're going to do this again and again and again today. I want to honor those who support chemically castrating young children, no criminal penalties, removing the breasts from girls, removing the penises from boys. Don Chapman, Townville, shame on you, sir. Shame on you. William Chumley, Reedville, shame. Neil Collins, a hardcore Democrat, always has been, pretends to be a Republican. Neil Collins of Easley, shame on you. Now, I want to read this to the voters in these cities because you still have time to run against these fools. And this is a great campaign. Uh, this is this is a great campaign issue for you. All you got to do is let your fellow citizens know these people support chemically castrating and physically castrating children. Where are we? Neil Collins. He could use a challenger. Still time to sign up in the Republican primary. While we're at it, Jason Elliott, Greenville. Shame. Shame on you. Shame on you. Craig Gagnon, Abbeville, shame, sir. Daniel Gibson, Greenwood. Greenwood? What are you thinking? Greenwood. Get rid of him. Davey Hyatt of Pickens really needs to go. Shame on you, sir. 
Max Hyde, Spartanburg, needs to go bye bye He could use a primary challenger. Brian Lawson, Chesney. Shame. Shame on you. Bill Sandifer, Seneca. Shame, sir. John West, Belton. Shame. Shame on you. I'm going to keep this list. We're going to start taking names and getting rid of you people. You need to go. You need to stop pretending. You're not conservatives. You're not even Republicans. And I'm looking at this list, Lee. Again, I'm looking at these towns, and I just don't think the people of Pickens or Easley uh, or Belton or Townville are down with this kind of stuff. I just don't think they are. I could be betting wrong, but I don't think I am. Don Chapman. And you know what? You know better, don't you? Because when Riley Gaines called you out, you flipped your votes because you got caught. You got caught. So, this bill will likely come back when it goes through conference committee. We got your names and we are watching. We want to let everybody know who you vote, how you vote. There's no more free passes here because we cover half the state. In fact, we go as far as Columbia. Maybe I should start calling some of you guys out. Let's get rid of all of you. And there we go. So, uh, good news. The good news also is this moves to the Senate now. It has passed. It actually has teeth. If it passes, we will not castrate children in the state of South Carolina. That's good news. So, let's get to it. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the Senate because as a uh, former Anderson County State Senator and former Lieutenant Governor of the state, Kevin Bryant, used to tell me, the South Carolina Senate is where good legislation goes, goes to die. to die. And they're already trying to figure out yeah. how to stop it. So just want to let you senators know, hello, we're WRD. We cover half the state now. There's no free pass. We can do this over and over and over and over again. But the free pass y'all used to get because you don't have any talk radio worth darn, that's over. We're done now. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to read this list every hour today because this is not acceptable and you know why this is so importantly if we can criminalize the castration of children okay it is a big roadblock to us ending up like maine where right now they are debating uh a bill that would take custody from parents who will not chemically or physically castrate their children Okay, so the way we make sure we never end up there is to outlaw the castration itself. Because that bill in Maine is a horror show. If your child's gym teacher or guidance counselor decides to talk them into chemically castrating themselves and you don't go along with it, they can turn you in to DSS. DSS comes and takes the kid. Now the only person with access to the kid is the person from public school who was brainwashing them in the first place. We don't want to end up there. Now, look, I know these names I just read would probably like to end up there, but I don't want to end up there. So this is how we stop it. And this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to work on the senators next. So I just let you senators know we're coming for you and we're watching you. Just vote the way you tell your constituents that you're going to vote when you lie to them when you're running the primary and you'll be just fine. Otherwise, you're getting scorched.
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Reading the shameless. So here's what happened. Riley Gaines, you see her on Fox News a lot. Uh, She's an NCAA swimmer. Uh, Swam against Leah Thomas, got the same identical time, but because Leah is really a man and the NCAA wanted to make a statement, they gave the trophy to him, her, uh, and left um, Riley Gaines standing there and in that moment of rage and realization uh, that, that women are being sent back to the kitchen by men, off the podium, back to the kitchen, back to the background. She lost it and has been an activist ever since. She's got a massive following. So she was following this bill in the South Carolina legislature, but she wasn't too worried about it. I mean, it's a Republican supermajority. Uh, we're supposedly a red state. And it was just hilarious. And if you want to watch the whole exchange, it's up on my Twitter feed, at Tara Servatius, Um, where you can find most of my show prep, by the way. A lot of times people say, can you send me where it is? Yeah, most of it's up there. It's in my bookmarks. Um, But you could find this, and she writes, 63 Republicans in the South Carolina House just voted to kill an amendment that would criminalize doctors who chemically and or surgically castrate minors. And then she writes in all caps, 63. And she's shocked. She says, so, no, this isn't in California. It's in South Carolina, which has a Republican supermajority primary them all. Okay, this is the same Republican supermajority that voted to bar their members from putting up photos of the digital vote board. In other words, if you did that, you'd be kicked out of the Republican Party because they don't want, want primary voters to see them voting Democrat, like Democrats, because they, they are de- they're Democrats. And they've gotten away with it for a very long time. They pretend to be Republicans for about six weeks in the primary. They're not even, forget conservative. These are hardcore Democrats. And that is how we have, by their voting records, the most liberal legislature in the entire country that is red. And one after us in the rankings is blue. That's why I can't get anywhere in South Carolina. So Riley Gaines reels in shock and tweets that, tweets a picture of how they were voting. They voted again and every one of them flipped their votes. So the good news for us is we now have a bill that has passed the House that bars the chemical castration and physical castration of minors criminally. Because that's what it's going to take. It's going to take criminal statutes. You can't just say, hey, you can't do it, but include no penalties because doctors will go right on doing it to these poor kids. Now, I guarantee you behind the scenes, people like Davey Hyatt are scrambling, trying to figure out how they can get the castration back. I don't know why these people do this, but they do. I know behind the scenes, the senators, who are really Democrats too, are scrambling to figure out how can we go on castrating kids because they're just plum evil. So, we're going to war this morning. Oh, we're going to watch every one of you 
I've got the text line all fired up so that our listeners from here to Columbia can just send us a simple little word, figure out who the heck you people are and call you out. So we're going to war. We're going to war. We got votes on this in the Senate. I should, you know what? I shouldn't have to do this with my time, okay? I shouldn't have to watch you like I'm your mom. But I'm going to watch you. And we're going to watch you. So be warned. It will be much easier since we're going into primary season to just vote the way you tell your constituents you do. And I'm going to offer you another route. I'm going to offer you a compromise. If you really want to vote to castrate children and you're honest with your constituents about it, I won't trash you. So I'm going to give you an option. You feel strongly children should be castrated and that shouldn't be criminally prosecutable in this state. Then you vote the way you want to vote and you campaign on it. In other words, don't lie to your constituents because I hate a liar. Or you can just vote the way you tell your constituents that you're gonna. That should do. And we're gonna do we're gonna do it this way. This is I hate that I have to hold your hand. But I just want to let all of you know it's a new day because we got a hundred thousand watts. So the good old days, the good old days of We'll fool them. Air over. That's not happening anymore. We're, we're, we're done with that. It's over. So here's what you do. You want to find out who your senator is. You want to find out who your senator is and give them a call or send them an email. Give them a call or send them an email. Here's how you do it. Text keyword SC rep. That's two words. SC space rep to the text line, which is 71307. We'll send you a link. You put your address in, figure out who your senator is. Tell them you are watching none of this fuzzy, funny business that happened in the House. None of the funny business that happened in the House. We are not doing that anymore. We're not doing that anymore. We're going to pass this thing. We're going to protect children. We are not chopping off their breasts. We are not chopping off their penises. We are not. I know that's hard for y'all. I know that's hard for you guys, but, but that this is what we're doing. And trust me, you'll thank me at election time. You'll thank me at election time. Uh, another option would be call, C-A-L-L. You can text keyword call to 71307, and we'll send you a link uh, that'll help you find your legislators and help you straighten them out. So we need to pre-warn them that we are watching, and I have no doubt that Riley Gaines is watching too. And and we'll send you a link, it's a simple link, and it just takes you right uh, to where you can put your address in. So if you don't know who your senator is, I'm going to make it really easy for you today. We're going to war. The bill will be over there next week. And I know right now they're sneaking around trying to figure out how to kill it. We're not doing that. That's not happening here. And let me tell you why it's so important to stop this. Because if we do not criminalize these surgeries and the sterilization, if we don't do that, we are going to end up where Maine is. We're going to end up with a judicial dictator, an activist judge, they're going to want to be where Maine is or the Democrats will win the House, the Senate, and the presidency, which happens about once a decade, and they are going to pass the same kinds of bill at the federal level that we have, uh, that they're trying to get through in Maine right now that they already have in California, Washington, which says 
if you don't sterilize the children and chop off their genitals because their gym teacher thinks it's a good idea, you lose custody, but the gym teacher doesn't lose access to your child or the guidance counselor or the English teacher. And now you can't even send your kids to school because you got two choices. You lose custody and they sterilize your child uh, or you sterilize your child. That's not a choice at all. So the way we stop us from ending up like California Maine, because we're going right down that, they are, trust me, they're going to go right down that road. We, we criminalize these things. This is going to get bigger and badder and worse. Or we just stop it right now. We just stop it right now. So text keyword call. You're looking for your state senator. Column after nine. I guarantee you me just saying this, their voicemail's already full. Column after nine. Let them know you're watching. You do not want children sterilized. You want the House bill to pass or they need to be primary. So text keyword call to 71307. No more free rides in the state of South Carolina. You run as a Republican. You promise to be a Republican. You tell your constituents you're a conservative. You better vote like it. Or we are going to make you famous. Good morning. Okay, they're not even hiding it, y'all. World Economic Forum in Davos. And look, if this was just some crackpot group, I'd roll my eyes and go on with my day. But it's not. These are the power players in the world. This is Larry Fink of BlackRock, controls trillions of dollars. This is everyone from Hillary's and now Nikki's fundraiser, Jamie Dimon, Reid Hoffman. All of the biggest names in politics, all of the biggest names in business and industry, they're all there. These are the power players. And that is why we pay attention to what they do. And when they do stuff and they talk about doing stuff, it has a weird way of happening. Like the tabletop exercises they were doing starting in 2017 to prepare for a pandemic that was coming. They did them in concert with Bill Gates and Johns Hopkins, who just happened to end up being key players in COVID. And it was weird. Their tabletop exercises involved things at the time we'd never heard of, like masking, social distancing, and lockdowns. It was as if they knew it was coming. They did the first one in 2017, the final one just months before, well, COVID hit. In the tabletop exercise the World Economic Forum did, COVID, they actually called it a coronavirus. Weird, right? Weirdly specific. I mean, how'd you know it wasn't going to be a Nipah virus? Simeon virus? How'd you know? They knew it was going to be a coronavirus. It's the weirdest thing. Except the only difference in, in, in their scenario is it came from a wet market in South America, not China. It was like they knew. And then it happened. So I am a very close watcher now of what the World Economic Forum is saying we should do or will do or is coming. By the way, they're saying a cyber pandemic is coming. This will come from an attack probably like Russia on our grid and our grid will go down. And when it comes back up, uh, you will have to have digital ID to even get on the internet. In other words, a license to use the internet. They say this will happen, will happen by 2025. Will, fact, using kind of the same language they use for coronavirus. Told you it's coming. 
did exercises to prepare. So they have my full unadulterated attention. What is their priority? They, they're wrapping up their Davos convention right now and all the right people are there, including your governor down there in Georgia. I know you're part of our listening area now. Brian Kemp, he's there at Davos because it's an important place to be. What is their number one goal right now? Ursula von der Leyen laid it out, silencing you, making sure you have no ability to tell the truth on the Internet. For the global business community, the top concern for the next two years is not conflict or climate. It is disinformation and misinformation, followed closely by polarization within our societies. Yeah, so they want to censor you on the Internet. Ask goal number one. Goal number two, eliminate elections. Eliminate elections. Use modern technology, AI, to predict how people would have voted. And then just the machine spits out the winner. We don't have to have the election. You do not even have to have elections anymore because you can already uh, predict what uh, predict and afterwards you can say why do we need elections because we know what the result will be hmm cool okay so get rid of free speech silence people on the internet they're already well on their way to doing that number two get rid of elections so the silenced people will have no recourse what is number three eliminate farming eliminate farming well, wait, wouldn't that mean people would, yep, starve, but see if they've been silenced and there are no elections, can't do anything about it. Here's Jojo Meta explaining a word we're going to have a feeling end up using a lot in the coming years, echocide. Echocide, she compares to genocide, which is the killing of people. Echocide is when you hurt the earth. And she says we need to make it a crime. Unlike a an international crime like genocide that in, involves a specific intent. With ecocide, what we see is actually what people are trying to do, what businesses are trying to do is make money, is, you know, is farm, is fish, is do all of these things that are, um, you know, producing energy and so on. What's, what's missing is the awareness and the conscience around the side effects, around the collateral damage that happens with that. Uh-huh. So ecocide, you see i.e. farming and fishing the way people eat, in other words. We need to do what with it? Make it a crime. The concept is generally mass damage and destruction of nature. Um, but legally speaking, um, what our organization and other collaborators aim to do is to have this recognized legally as a serious crime. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sounds like a lot of rhetoric, except it's already happening. They have effectively, using ecocide, the government in the Netherlands... Uh, has either eliminated or is in the process of eliminating and confiscating 30% of the farms in the Netherlands. Just so you know, Netherlands is number two agricultural producer, producer on earth, which is amazing given, given the size of it. Uh, you will not find this online, but if you go on Twitter, you will see the German farmers are now spilling out into the streets, blocking the roads uh, by the thousands with their tractors because uh, in Germany the same thing is happening. They're beginning to try to shut down the farms. So it's already happened. It's not theoretical. What boggles my mind is they're so confident they're going to win. They tell you what they're going to do. So just to recap, the WEF 
this week. Number one, silence the people. Number one goal. Number two, eliminate elections. And number three, starve the people by eliminating farming. These are, this is a cheery bunch, aren't they? What a bunch of freak shows. Total freak shows. By the way, this is the World Economic Forum, if you want to look them up, if you're not familiar with them. The people who say, you will own nothing and be happy, that is their slogan. And Nikki Haley is their girl. The chairman of the board of the World Economic Forum is a guy by the name of Larry Fink, who announced he's fundraising for Nikki. So that's why she says the first thing she would do if she was elected day one is make you get a digital ID to use the internet. Because that is, as Ursula von der Leyen explained, the number one goal now of the World Economic Forum, silence, dissent. So Nikki's on board with that. By the way, uh, Nikki has a long-term partnership with them. She was a World Economic Forum inductee. She was part of their class of 2011. And then you do six years of schooling and brainwashing after that. And uh, then you get their imprimatur. And they raise money for you. So that's where she is right now. What can you do about that? If you are not voting for Donald Trump, please, God, vote for Ron DeSantis in the state of South Carolina. It is important that she that he come in second. She cannot be the heir apparent either to Trump in case they send him to prison or to the Republican parties. They send Trump to prison even if he's the guy on the ballot in November. They're going to coordinate her as the head of the Republican Party. Think about it. It's going to be kind of like, you know, okay, you think of who's the head of the Republican Party. Well, it's Trump, right? Now he's not elected, but he's still the head. They want to replace her. So that's why they have pumped $30 million into trying to get her, sorry, rear end elected in New Hampshire and in Iowa. But we could stop her here. She cannot come in second. She must be vanquished unless you want to eat Z-Bugs and ask Nikki's permission to use the internet. But I don't want to do that. Well, there's life all around us in ways we can't even imagine. One of the most fascinating stories to me of 2024 was about the plants, plant research that's come out in the last couple of years, last last year. Plants can scream. And they do. They chatter quite a bit. They have happy sounds. Plants, mind you. They have pain sounds and stress sounds too. They're just in a frequency our ears can't hear. So you're probably not um, mowing your lawn right now, but if you were and you were tuned into the proper frequency, you would hear the whole lawn scream. It's quite a cacophony. You chop down a tree, it'll scream. Again, it's just not um, on a basically frequency our ears can hear, but we can pick it up. So the world last year got to hear it for the first time uh, because they did an experiment recording it. By the way, if you have houseplants you haven't watered, they're trying to tell you. They're, they start to yell when they get dry. They don't like it. Very interesting. We also learned in the last couple of years another thing that plants do, and I'm just in awe. that We hike a lot, so I'm looking around. I'm going, wow. I don't look at plants the same way anymore. You know how a plant, say a birch tree, We'll have baby birch trees under it. It's children, basically. Yeah, underneath the ground, they're holding hands. The mama birch tree will extend its roots and fuse them with the baby birch trees, but not the other trees around, like a pine tree. That doesn't happen. 
So a lone tree is truly alone. It's got to survive by itself without its pack, without its family. Trees are pack plants. And they discovered this. They found a more than 500-year-old stump that still had leaves on it. They were trying to figure out how is that? How is it, how is it alive? They dug under the ground and found uh, that its ancestors, the future generations from that tree, were keeping it alive by feeding it. Sugar. Crazy. It was just a stump. So a lot more going on around us than we knew. Another study. Listen to this. You know what else trees do? And plants. When they detect danger uh, or what are called volatile organic compounds or an insect attack, they tell each other. And this is across all species. They do it using calcium ions. They will release those. And when one is attacked either by you know, it's chopped down or bugs are attacking it or whatever's going on, it releases the stress messengers, the trees and other plants around it will begin to do it too. And the word spreads right through the field. Crazy. Doesn't that make you wonder what else is out there about the world? Anyway, um, I, I just get a kick out of this as I watch my husband go out to mow the lawn. I think, oh my gosh, the whole lawn is going to scream. Bloody murder. Yelling and screaming. Anyway, that's a new Japanese study out right now. Japanese science capture plants communicating with each other, not just verbally with the sounds that they make, but also through chemical signals, warning each other about danger. Texter writes, imagine a screaming thirsty plant watching you put water in your coffee maker every day. Yes, I know. It's crazy, right? Oh, boy. Texture rates, but how can we overcome open election primaries in South Carolina? Democrats will vote for Haley. Yes, I'm working on it every day. I actually have a new Haley story coming up. She's got a new lie she's telling, but we don't let her get away with that here. All that coming up on the show. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.